Hey everybody, I'm Matt Hill. I'm in Oklahoma City at the Big Friendly. This is a uh, amazing new brewery downtown by the in the Wheeler District, and uh, got my friend Tommy Hover with me so we can talk about oil and gas, all the new things you're up to. What's your name? Roger. Roger's here serving us. What is this one called? The Oil Boom. Cheers, Cheers. sir. Thank you, Appreciate Roger. you. Appreciate the hat. Thanks in advance, Matt. Let's try this. Happy St. Patty's Day. Oh, baby. That's like leprechaun candy right there. Oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, everybody. If don't, don't mind if us. If you're in oil and gas and you uh, need a sip of something, if you're thirsty, at St. Patty's Day, come down here to the Oil Boom uh, Bar. The Big Friendly. The Big Friendly. This is already getting to me. <laughs> but that's delicious. The, it's it's the an imperial stout, 12%, but who's counting? Yeah, who's yeah counting? well, I'm going to count because I have to drive uh, Misty yeah. and Cannon home. They're over at Taco Nation. But, man, what a cool area. Isn't this it? is fantastic. It is. It's uh, just south of downtown here in Oklahoma City, and uh, it's a special place. I mean, we're, we're, we're lucky to be here. We, It's helping us understand a little bit more about Oklahoma City's makeup. It's the first time we've lived in the city of anywhere that we've ever lived. I was telling Matt that we've been fortunate enough to be in Lafayette, Louisiana, Houston, Texas, and now that we're in Oklahoma City, uh, we're actually living and getting to experience the city life because of having moved down to this area. So it's not because th th of you, you know that, right? You have a smart kid who got into the science and math, you know, school. Yep. You would have stayed in Edmond with me, but that's correct. you have a smart child. That, that's a true story. Yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> there you go. Our, our daughter was accepted into uh, OSSM, Oklahoma School of Science and Mathematics, and uh, my wife didn't want to. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a boarding school. It's not a boarding school. They, the, the, the kids live at the school, so they board at the school. It's not a boarding school. There's a difference I'm learning, which is why I have to clarify that. But um, you anyway. can't kick out your child and make them go live. Correct. At the yeah, they yeah. have to live with you. That's right. And you have to live somewhere nearby where you don't have to get up too early to get them to and from school. That's exactly right. Yeah. They, you picked uh, well, man. This is hey, fantastic. Thank you. It's They've awesome. They've done a good job. O Oklahoma City uh, has been fortunate. Our our industry, oil and gas. Uh, leaders, you know, like Harold Hamm, Aubrey McClendon. Yes. You know, we have been very uh, fortunate to have so many great oil and gas leaders who have kept their companies here mm -hmm. and they've dumped infrastructure dollars and ideas and visions into our city to make it a place you want to come and you want to stay and you want to live. Yeah, 100%. And I think that that's, that's a great point. And, you know, I, I don't know if you're like me, and that's one of the great things I love about your podcast is that you find out a lot of information about people that you think you know, that you really didn't even know that about them. So in terms of, you know, my, my, my background is South Louisiana and that, that part of the country, and you think, you know, every city has a reputation, right? Or you think that you know something about a city based on what you hear about it, and we didn't know what to expect about Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. You thought we were still riding horseback. Exactly, man. I thought Dirt it was... streets, <laughs> yeah. carts. <laughs> yeah. So we, we had a chance uh, in, in 2011 when the oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico occurred, the Macondo oil spill, um, you know, we had an opportunity to... They, they shut down drilling in the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, it was apparent that, or it seemed to me like everything was going to move onshore. And I always viewed Oklahoma City as, as the hub. Yeah, and it did. It turned it out to be a good kick back off yet in the Gulf. Not that's like true. It it's it's just finally starting to see some uptick in that in that direction. But you know, we we we, we were proposed with the idea of moving this way, and um, we came up here for a week, and we were like, you know what? 
Pretty cool, man. It seems very doable. Cost of living is great. Yeah. The weather, we have tornadoes and dust storms. Yes. You get to have every season, every day. Yeah. From winter to summer with, you know, wind and then calm and then yeah. you never know. No, that's right. <laughs> so I, I tell people it's easy. It's an easy place to live. I think the people are very down to earth uh, from where I'm from. That's one of the one of the accolades is how friendly the people are, Southern hospitality. And I find that that's here, too. You know, I, I really think and I don't know if it's because it's a good melting pot of nice people from all over that have landed here. Uh, you're one of the nicest guys, one of the nicest people I know. Are, are you a native Oklahoman? Yeah, uh, Okeen, Oklahoma. So I grew up, you know, farming, ranching, oil and gas, rattlesnakes. Yeah. You know, chasing uh you know, funny, funny story, I, there was a, a girl that lived down the road uh, about a mile away, and her dad had a helicopter, you know, so we could go down. They used it, my, him and my uh, grandfather would take the helicopter up to go count cattle, but he would wreck the helicopter oftentimes when he'd land because he was a <laughs> terrible pilot. He built this thing from, you know, himself and learned how to fly it himself, but I've been in a few helicopter wrecks and, you know, I... been trampled by horses been bitten by rattlesnakes yeah jumped in rivers i shouldn't have we grew up free range you know yeah. feral children yeah. this is our generation i love it you had the same thing growing up in louisiana yeah for the most part a little more water water based water in based terms alligators. of like jumping on alligators and you know frogging and i can see you like paddling down rivers on an alligator <laughs> <laughs> somehow that's how i've always pictured you um not quite that you know Tom that, right I'm, I'm not that courageous I'm, but... more, I'm sorry huckleberry finn <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no doubt I've known him a long time. We have stories, and we're not going to tell them at all on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, Matt. Let's kind of keep things above board a little bit here. But well, yeah, because we're here to uh, promote our industry. We want to, you know, anybody that's watching this that's in the industry, you know, we definitely have a silo sometimes, and but you know, we like to. I mean, there's always going to be stuff I find about you, and one of the things I'm super excited about is your uh, business you've been working on for, man, five years now. Yeah, it yeah, it's five years. Yeah, it's it's actually going into six years. Uh, it started off a little bit uh, different than the track that we're on now, but I mean, it's been it's been amazing. Uh, the the whole lot of it, just in terms of why we started doing what we were doing, which initially it began as a, a professional sales and marketing consulting firm that we were basically sales for hire. Uh, since we had moved to Oklahoma City, I was actually working for a, a drill pipe company at the time. Uh, when things kind of went, uh, took a little bit of a downward spiral in 2016, uh, and the group that I was with, they, they had an office here and they elected to uh, retract and kind of close down things here uh, for this particular office to keep some of their other districts open. So I'm the corporate sales guy for this particular outfit and um, kind of made me realize that, you know, I'm at the mercy of things that are out of my control in, in a lot of cases. and. So I, I talked to the guys that I was working for at the time, and I said, listen, would you all be, would you be okay with me continuing to represent you in sales, corporate sales? You just don't have, they just didn't have the budget to keep you on a salary. Exactly. Don't, I don't, you don't have to pay me like a, like a, a, a blue chip corporate salesperson anymore. No more. Even I'll, though he is. Well, you know, I, I've been lucky. I've been very fortunate in, in my career You've to have met a lot, of, a lot of great people. And I have made the progression of, in a lot of areas that the oil field is very prevalent. Uh, with, you know, beginning from where I'm from, Morgan City, Louisiana, small town in South Louisiana is very heavily service related for, for the offshore drilling industry. And um, just kind of one thing led to another, moved from Morgan City to Lafayette, and then from Lafayette to Houston, got, got more into the corporate side when that, when that occurred. And then, uh, you know, as we, we mentioned, I had a, had a chance to move to Oklahoma in 2011. So... But uh, so I met in every one of those stops, and there was there's periods there where 
people that were there with me that I was I was privileged enough to call on uh, got to get to know very well. And you know, as you well know, one of the things you find out about this business is is that it's a small world. At the end of the day, you, you, you all these logos we wear. Yeah. You know, thank you. I mean, I appreciate the partnership and the and the paychecks, but you as an individual who I'm always going to be friends with and care about and promote your success. Well, and that's how, you know, that's how we've learned, you know, what we do is, you know, so vital just as much as, you know, we know the engineers and what they do is vital, but we're all working together to make that, you know, successful, you know, program for them. Absolutely. And, you know, you and I are cut from the same cloth. So anybody that I run, run into that knows Matt Hill, I know that that's more than likely a great individual because of the company that they keep, you know, and the fact that they respect you and see you for who you are, not just that you're some vendor or that you're, you're only associated with whoever you're representing. You know, I mean, that's important. Obviously, you want to be recognized for what you do, what you we bring to the table. To know, yeah. yeah. And, and what our specialties are. I mean, we we're good at what we do. One of the things that we're good at is being a people person. You know, you, you and I, I say we, I mean, you know, I, I know you are a lot like me. And one of the things I want to be remembered for whenever I cash it in is, is that 75 years from now, I'm gonna it. <laughs> even when he passes away, he's going to wake up on a robot body and then he's going to be like, really Matt? I'm like, I had to keep you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but it's that I want people to remember me for the fact that I actually cared about what was going on in their lives and what they're trying to accomplish. And if I've got something that I can add to that, and if that ha happens to help me pay my bills and take care of my family, then so be it, you know? Uh, but but there's virtues and things involved that are more important to me than just the, the, the almighty dollar, you know? That's, that's why I love you. I mean, we're just so very protective of our industry and what we do, and most importantly, the people that do it. Yeah, yeah, man. Boom. The, uh, I don't, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get all teary-eyed and gushy on this guy, but I've known him for so long, but, so uh, t tell everybody before the, you know we lose them, uh, what's uh, the name of uh, the business that you guys have created now? By the way, his wife, Nicole, Thank you for her. She she uh, definitely rejected being on here with us. She probably didn't know which way it was going to go and how comfortable and good it was going to be. Well, she probably thought we'd just go on here and get clowny. She didn't want to come in late. She <laughs> she was uh, we had a meeting earlier this morning with our web designer and she was uh, helping take care of that. So she wasn't sure what time we were going to get started and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I she is my partner uh, in life and in this business. If it wasn't for her. I, I probably wouldn't would still be working for someone just as hard as I could and trying to make them as much money as I can as I could. And she gave and you like that, babe. We can do this together. She she basically said, you know, she recognized the the and things that we had going for us. She's been in it for twenty years. Just, I've been in it for twenty five years. She's been in it for twenty years. She's a little bit younger than me, and uh, you know, we, we've we've done well for a lot of the, the businesses that have had us along for the ride. And uh, you know, yeah, it, it does come to a point. I think. I think probably with everybody, you reach a point where you're just like, you know, I think we could we could do this for ourselves. And, you know, the, the story with. So I, I'm sorry for scared. taking so long to no, get no, to, no, to no, a point which I, I have a problem. I with, was bro. scared to death for you guys when you said, hey, Matt, by the way, we're going to go out and be hired guns for you know five different logos. Well, so I was really like, man, it ended up. I was I, just like, and not that I didn't think you could do it. <sighs> I was just, but I could not wrap my head around that whole concept at all. You and, know, and then you're like, at, you started kicking ass. I will, and you would be dynamite at it, just FYI. But, but, um, yeah. So at the time, and I do think timing is everything, depending upon what you're trying to accomplish. But, uh, you know, at that period in 2016, 2017, when things were kind of hitting the skids a little bit, you know, there were uh, companies were reevaluating their expenses, their expenditures, and if they had some high dollar salesperson on payroll. 
know, they had to evaluate whether it was worth, I mean, it, you know, yeah, if that, in, that individual can be God's gift to sales. By and, the way, if you let go of your salesman, you are wrong and we are worth it. <laughs> exactly. All you uh, logos out there, let go of your salesman first. God bless your souls. I'll pray for you. So some companies are tasked, and I know that now because we are, we are truly, we are a legitimate service company that has to make decisions based on what's coming in versus what we can afford to pay out. And the last thing we would want to do is let go of any of our people. But if, you, if it's either let go of somebody or f close the doors, you, you have to do what you have to do to keep the doors open so that you can ultimately go rehire that individual or pay the people that you're also trying to support. So it, it's a, there's, a, there, there's a yin and a yang there that sometimes your hand is forced. But... But anyway, long story short, we, we, are, we were doing very well based on the timing because companies who wanted the experience of a salesperson such as yourself, let's just say, for example, if they wanted to have access to a Matt Hill and Matt Hill's book of business, um, and if they knew that they could hire you for a, a retainer, and maybe some commission or whatever the format is that you've, you've agreed to set up, but they don't have to pay you a guaranteed salary or car allowance or expenses or benefits or yada, yada, well you know, it's kind of the best of both worlds. And the only way that that makes sense for you as, a, as an individual is as if you're able to duplicate that process because yeah. you're not making the money necessarily that you were making with that organization whenever you were, you know, everything's hitting on all cylinders and you're both... It, you're both it took me a minute, you know, for, you, for me to kind of think about what you're doing. But I, you know, realized like you're, you're, you're friendstimers. Yes. You're the people you go and see... They want, they want to see you, you know, it's not like you're making a business call, they're like, Tommy, I can't wait to see you come on in. Yeah. But when you get there, they're like, hey, by the way, I've got this project coming up and here's the 10 things I need. Yeah. And if I could take care of all of them through you, well, they love you. They want to see you successful. If you get a piece of it, great. And they have no problem just, you know, tossing as many things at you as they can. And they've got that much out of the way. And they got to help a friend and their success with their company with somebody that they know is looking out for their success. And it depends, so Matt. Really there, there, are, there are those cases where there are operators that, that appreciate that aspect of it. Um, but there are operators that really kind of just only need one little thing maybe that you're helping promote. That that's fine. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's, it, it, is a, it's, it takes a little bit of a uh, But you're not like this guy. A, like, a keen hey, eye. By the way, look at all these gold watches. Yeah, no, exactly. Really, you, you talk to them about their program because you care about what they're doing. Yeah, and, and you, you want to see them successful. Exactly. They're your and friends, man. You want to yeah. see them like, hey, boss, look what I did. I saved money on the AFE. Yeah. You know, I, I knocked it out of the park for you. Also, I got my guy, the one guy that's like half my procurement department sitting right in my office. Yeah, so exactly. I don't have to have 10 meetings a day. I got the one guy who, exactly. like, hey, all y'all get out. I've got him coming in and we yeah. got you. Yeah, so we're a little bit of, uh, you know, kind of a, a jack of all trades in some respect for, um, from the service side of things. I mean, these engineers are expected to know a little bit about everything. What's wrong with a sales guy knowing a little bit about, about everything? You know? We do. We've sold for salesperson, excuse me. after, you know, more than 20 years in the business, you know, we... And, and one great thing about the podcast is, you know, I broke out of my little silo of here's just drilling and here's just this one piece yeah. of equipment to, I want to know about everything. Mm -hmm. I want to know upstream, midstream, downstream. I want to know land. I yep. want to know geology. You know, I mean, you get really interested in everything energy. That's exactly right, Matt. I and mean, finance of the energy industry and, you know, yeah. I mean, it just all fingers out to a billion different ways that I can't wait to find out about stuff. Yeah, it would almost be like somebody frowning upon an engineer that went from production to completions to reservoir to asset management to, I mean, that's, that's great that that individual got to do all those things, right? They're now cross-trained to 
Look so, at our look at our buddy Michael Dunn. You know, he got all that you know round table of stuff. I yeah. mean, just one example. There's Marshall Halls. There's you know my brother-in-law Kevin Delay. You know, who's very successful now. What he's doing. I mean, just on and on and on. You know, all these engineers who luckily companies like Devon and Chesapeake Continental. You know, you know the units and so many more up in Tulsa that put their engineers through the ringer. Yeah, and then boom. You know, all these downturns back and forth, but right. this great diaspora of all these people we know, and now they're everywhere around the it's country. still relevant, right? They're, and we get to go travel around, yeah. see them, check them out in Houston, Midland, yep. Denver, Pennsylvania, Louisiana. I mean, it's a blast now. Yeah, no, that's a fact. And that's that's probably the best thing that I could say to anyone who's, you know, either cutting their teeth in this business or somebody that's been around in it for a while. It's one of the things you learn is, is that you know, it is, it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I mean, if you, if you catch, you know, if you happen to catch a little wave that, and everything's honky dory and it's the best time you've ever had in your life, just hold on because, you know, there's going to be some potential, uh, whoop-de-doos and things that can happen that, you know, it, it won't feel like it's so much fun. And, but you power through that, you power through those times and you just stick, stick, stick to it and you continue to be true, true to yourself and do a good service to the company that you're working for or that you, own or however you're set up but you own it now what's what's yeah. the name of your company right so hover group hover group the is the hover name of our group. company yes I'll, it, and on ball ball means i'll put all this and all of our text you know on in the podcast yeah, you know, thank realm, you. all the platforms the hover group don't it, forget that ever it's the hover group so so in the midst of our uh, sales uh sales consulting for, for for multiple firms that saw value in hiring us to represent them none of them competitively, by the way. In, in other words, we, were, we would never represent a duplicate service. It was if, if we were representing a service of a certain... Yeah, they didn't overlap. Correct. So that's the only way it makes sense for either party, right? Yeah. But we were doing that, and we got a call one day uh, from More someone... Like stuff you could package together, really. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so um, so we got a call from from from, uh, from from someone in the industry basically saying, hey, do you, do you all work with any women or, or uh, diversity-owned uh, services? And we were like, no, not really. What, why, what's up? And, and they said, well, Shell's got an initiative that they've identified seven categories of, of, of companies that don't really have women or, or diversity-owned spend. You know, and they, they would like... you were like the first call for ESG. Pretty, pretty much, soon. yeah. They called it shaping the, shaping the industry. So they wanted to try to incorporate more uh, diversity and, and women-owned, women-minority-owned businesses. And so we, we, we were invited to attend this meeting, and we went. And um, we, we listened to the seven categories that they laid out of things that um, they were trying to find more representation for that they could get behind. And uh, completions and wellbore intervention was one of the categories. Frack plugs are a part of that, uh, that subset of category. And so we kind of felt like that was the, the least barrier of entry. Some of the other categories were like case and running, cranes, Workover rigs, cementing, a lot of in- intensive capital, you know, requirements. Lots of people. People. I mean, so that's kind of something that, and with all due respect, one, one of the one of the first jobs that I had in the oil field was with a casing running company, and there's it's a lot of people involved in that. So you can have the best tools, and people obviously are very critically important. Yeah. But, but if you have to run a lot of equipment, and a lot of people, it's just like, whew, yeah. it's not my thing either. Yeah. So you know, especially if you just can't, you know, if you're trying to pick something that you can get into that. There aren't a lot of variables that are out of your control. I mean, that's what we were kind of looking towards. So anyway, we went, we went out and found a reputable frack plug manufacturer and uh, got, got aligned and uh, did some trials for Shell and, and the Permian and did very well. And This frack plug, by the way, the Hover Group frack plug. 
You just, I mean, you might as well just call it the Hover frack plug now. Cause People call it the Hover plug, which I'm fine with that. Plug, as long as you said Hover or not Hover or Hover, or what, which I can understand, you know, the, the phenonics are... Uh, uh, I, I, don't even get me. I, I, we, by the way, these are 12 oil <laughs> yeah. boom. This is 40 weight uh, beer here. We are at the Big Friendly Brewery in Oklahoma City in the Wheeler District, and we are drinking the oil boom. Phonics. And this is amazing. It's good, isn't it? F amazing. You can run your, your diesel <laughs> truck on that thing. On yeah, that thing. I'm positive of that. Yeah. Whoa. St. <laughs> Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. But so, trying to, you know, long story short, um, we did well for sure with with that initiative and um they they ultimately got their properties got bought out by conoco phillips yeah uh, so shell is no longer really onshore in the lower 48 if they are i'm not aware of it but uh, good luck good luck shell if you are but 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 we were fortunate enough in, in that time frame to also develop some work in north louisiana and uh have had a lot of success with that plug in the haynesville and bozer bozier area shales which very high pressure high temperature high temp. environment and uh we're doing exceedingly well and uh i'm as proud of our as our offering as i could be and ju just on a you know side note you know m most of my career until i really got into completions and frack plugs was on the drilling side yeah and with all due respect to drilling and i know you have to drill them before you can complete them i'm a completions hand from here on out hope you know we'll see what happens right never say never but i love the dynamics of completions and i love being out on location and the camaraderie that's out there with the the the, the services that are there oh, i love it too i mean i you know i've got to go out to completion sites so many times the last year yeah suppression fire suppression oh systems. man the fire suppression system so i've got to meet every frat crew feels like across the nation yeah go to every pad that has a frat crew on it and get to train them and get to mix it up with them. I've had a blast. Oh, I bet, man. Yeah. It's been so I, good. And, you know, you hear stories about what goes on out there just from talking to some of the guys, Wireline or The most Bump hilarious guys. They're, I mean, they, uh, they're, they they're, stay on the radio all night long. They're, they're fantastic, they're man. They're cracking me up. You know, and I, I do. I spend a lot of time on location. And uh, that's the best, that is my favorite part of the oil field. Number one, because you're reminded about the magnitude of what it is that's being conducted out there. When but, there's the, 10 wells to frack and... 150 stages each i mean and they're going to be out there for that long of a period i mean i met i met one guy he was out there for 90 days in a row and counting when i met him yeah and i did so um yeah so very proud of our of our offering frack plugs um if you know we're as good as any any company out there that's going to offer you frack plugs i think your frack plugs better and, and you know the reasons why i mean don't be shy about it just tell people like why you're impressed with your frack plug right now well jules out faster well, there's there's really three things that a, a frack plug needs to do in order for it to be considered a good plug. It has to it has to pump down um, efficiently. I'll, I'll say it has to set and hold where you set it. It has, it has to hold frack, okay, and that, that has to go with the set. But, a lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure. So our our, our plug is a ten thousand, is ten k plug pressure uh, hold. It's it's got ceramic buttons on it. It's a hybrid ceramic. So there's no metal involved in the composition of our plug. It's fully composite. And then it, it, it needs to drill out cooperatively. And, you know, by that I mean it has to drill out in a fair amount of time and without sending a bunch of big chunky elements yep. up hole. So those are the three primary criteria for what a frack plug needs to do. And ours does all three of those very well. Yeah, I, you, you went back to that manufacturer and on and on and on. You guys become partners and the best frack plug out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're very happy with our plug. And, you know, there, there are different setting tools and, and ways that you have to deploy your plug. And we are... We are cooperative to 
whether it's the old Baker style, you know, the way that companies have been doing it for 60 years, they have an old Baker E4 style tool that they make up to and Wireline rebuilds that tool after every stage and there's 18 O-rings and they have to add oil to it and it bleeds off on surface. It's, you know, it's been a fantastic technology. It's a little bit of a dinosaur. It's one of those things where eventually you have to acknowledge, man, this had a great run, but it's time for some some new and improved uh, yeah, method. Yeah, so you don't only just bring out your frack plug, you've got everything else that needs to go with it. We can. It, it, we, we, that's an option that we do offer for anybody that's interested in that and having the, the setting tool stung up and delivered to the operation, ready to go, plug and play, grab and go, however well, you want to call a, it. a hell of a service, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah they yeah. don't even have to worry about it. Tommy's that, got it. Yeah, and that's what makes us Nicole's a service. That, yeah, Nicole's got it. She, again, if it wasn't for her, I mean, I would just be running around chasing my tail, doing my thing, meeting people. She she has made a, a business out of, of what I do well. She used uh, to run some big uh, directional drilling companies, too. So She's she's had a hand in a few different things, yeah. and she's done well in all of them. Yeah. So she's, you know, uh, uh, cheer, cheers to her. Nicole, uh, you should have been on this. We know we get more audience, you know, when, when uh, women are on our show with us. I, I know when, a lot when, of people out there don't believe that anyone would marry us or... Or, you know, we always outkick our coverage in oil and gas. <laughs> Look around any room when you're at an event in oil and gas, or you know that we've all outkicked our coverage. We're good salesmen. Hey, man. Yeah, obviously, you know, some women see the qualities in guys like us. So. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, bro. Thank you, Big Friendly, Oklahoma City. Big Friendly. I keep plugging them because I get beer and hats. Yeah, if anybody wants to come visit, uh, drink a beer, uh, private message me, whatever, and uh, let's talk about it. Especially if you need frack plugs running your well, I'm happy to have that discussion as to what why we there can. you go if you would like to discuss a frack plug you get a beer yep yeah how about that that's fair we could that's easy yeah and um, a taco is a taco taco restaurant. tacos and beer yep can tacos. we hey can we get tacos delivered over here uh you need to order them there, I think. we're ordering them from no, here we're changing order. this for you it's okay there's a there's a new company called trip ship you know we'll talk to paul hess about Heard about that yeah i saw, saw your yeah, podcast saw last the podcast yeah so yeah. trip ship can bring me a taco fantastic <laughs> well, thanks I know that uh, I know that they said no food, but if I call them, I think they'd bring us a taco. Trip ship? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get Matt Little to do it. <laughs> he won't care what we <laughs> ask him. We, he might not even ask to be paid. <laughs> just, just gratuity and appreciation yeah. and camaraderie. Yeah. yeah so that's a good dude. What else can we talk about, man? What, what are you seeing in oil and gas that you're excited about right now? <laughs> I know oil prices are a little bit crazy right now, but yeah. I'm so bullish on oil and gas. I think that... You know, the the markets are always wrong. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I mean, I have I think a lot of people have the, the oil uh, commodities app. Or, you know, the one that I have, I, I've seen a lot of people have the same thing and they provide news daily, I guess. And they try to explain why the dips or the or the or the increases in price uh, happens. And it's just like, I mean, it feels like they're just grasping at straws, right? Just to have a story for the day of why that is. I know I obviously uh, supply has a lot to do with it. But and then there's geopolitical things that happen all the time. And, you know. Yeah, we, we still have a giant, you know, Russia against the world, you know, war right now. Yeah. I mean, it's bananas. Right, which you, you, would, have, you would have thought that that would have interrupted supply and, and increased the demand in the European countries and things of that nature and would have promoted what we're trying to accomplish. Well, we are, but, and now we've got the, you know, we've got LNG plants working, you know, pretty rapidly. We're going to start shipping LNG to the rest of the planet. So we... That is, that is one of the latest that's developments. Good. That's one of the things that Tellurian, I think, you know, one of the companies that we worked for in the Haynesville started out with that idea. I mean, maybe it wasn't their idea, but they My were... My drill pipe for Knight Wool Tools at the time yeah. put the first hole in the ground for Tellurian. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so there we go. Thank you, Peter Burke. Yeah, Peter.
Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I think that whole dynamic of, hey, we're going to drill wells, we're going to have the pipeline, absolutely, we're going to have, yeah, plant, three, we're gonna have the ships, the whole thing. Isn't that a great idea? Little, I mean, you know, to establish yourself with I that, I think that's what with that business model, forward, right? Although, I keep telling everybody, like, someday. I want to drill wells in Oklahoma and pipe it over to Catoosa, have our own little LNG plant out of Oklahoma and ship it to the rest of the world. I know the ships are smaller, but once they get going, it well, doesn't matter. It was a great idea when Aubrey had it, and it's still a great idea, and it always will be a great idea. It, timing is everything, like we said earlier. It just depends on where you are and the timing of the process. I mean, ExxonMobil, uh, the, the, the improvements to their refinery down in Baytown near Houston are just coming to, to completion. And it's perfect timing, right? I mean, but, but they started that five years ago. So when they, when they started it, they might have been, are we sure we want to spend this money at this particular point in time? Well, lo and behold, five years later with everything that's going on, yes, actually, it's a great idea, you know, yeah. because uh, when COVID happened, how many refineries were shut down, you know, and just, you know, the ability to be able to make useful goods and gasoline and diesel out of the the. The, the, the oil and gas that's coming out of the ground but and and here's what you know like I, you know I joke I, I tease I tease everybody with electric vehicle and Tesla and all that stuff all the time but I do agree burning oil is not that efficient you know we we, we take up so much oil out of the ground we turn it into gasoline we turn it into diesel we turn it into jet fuel I would love to see eventually all of those oil and gas you know barrels turned into products yeah and we burn, you know, we burn natural gas for our energy, mm -hmm. and we take the oil and turn it into products. Well, yeah. So combustion is the culprit, right? It's yeah. not. It's not oil and gas that's the culprit. It's what, what do we do with it? How do we? How do we chemically react it to to get, gain the, the the fuel for the energy that we're trying to provide? Is the is the million dollar question? And and I'm not opposed to hydrogen because guess what you need for hydrogen. Natural gas. Well, exactly. Burn natural you know, gas like crazy. You yeah. get hydrogen. You get hydrogen vehicles. And there, there, are, there are companies out there that are, you know, there's a multitude of colors of hydrogen um, and, you know, the, the usefulness of hydrogen. And uh, it's interesting. You just have to read up on it and you have to, to uh, educa energy education, educate energy yourself on advocacy. Make yeah, sure that, that all these kids are not. You know, and I, man, I tell Misty all the time, like, I'm going to pull my kid out of public schools if we don't get refocused really quickly on, I don't care what your colors and your genders are. I just don't care. I want my kids to know science and math and physics and energy. Like, focus on those things. Don't worry about your politics. Don't worry about your religions. Like, let's get our kids up to speed on how to scientifically take care of themselves in the future. Absolutely. And, you know, our kids, I mean, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to have seven kids. Yeah. Okay. You, when he says the Hover group, it's the group. Yeah. So it's the Hover tribe. We, we have a blended family, my wife and I. But but I mean, we absolutely consider all, all seven of our children ours and every one of them is different. Right. So, yeah, you know, you 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 think that you want your child to turn out a certain way and you, you do your best to try to I beat you promote them i know man you, you're killing it it's delicious it's time it's for you to have another like two months <laughs> yeah i'm a lightweight so matt matt's the big friendly i'm just a friendly yeah so you know there you go you got the friendly hat you know i mean but every one of them takes their own course they chart their own course and they they do their own thing and they teach you about wow okay that's cool because they, they come at you from different perspectives even though you're trying to impart your wishes on them or you know trying to push them in nudge them in a direction they're like yeah, that's cool. But you know what? I really this is this is more interesting to me. And then that kind of like causes a pause and and makes you see things in a different way. You know, so it's 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 cool. I mean, I'm you know I'm a big fan of being a dad. And um, 
being in the middle of where our kids are dragging us, you know. So. It's funny, you know, I, I, uh, I, we've got my oldest son who, you know, has come to work for a night fire. Oh, yeah? I mean, he, you know, he went into immediately after high school, and he was such a good kid. He was, he was always about homework and sports. I don't ever think he worried about having girlfriends. He's just like, homework, sports. Heck yeah. He was my most, like, just, like, focused child. Yeah. You know, he was a blast. What's he his name? Fun, uh, Caleb. Caleb. So the oldest, you know, was just focused on sports and schoolwork. And then immediately after high school, he was going to go to college. He's like, Dad, you know, and, and every male member of my family's always gone to the military. Military, yeah. I thought you that know, was. So, it was, you know, he went directly into, he wanted to go to the Army. And he had like, a, he had a, a, a troop or the, you know, whatever he was going toward. His, his. Uh, Battalion. His, yeah. They were going to go to Germany. So I was so excited for him because I was an exchange student in Germany when I was in high school. Oh, dang. And he, uh, he's like. Yeah, they're going to go to Germany, but I signed up to go with this other group, and we're going to go to the desert. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> what have you yeah, done? That just sounds risky, huh? <laughs> yeah. That sounds kind of risky. that's what he wants to do. Like, he, was, yeah. he was like, I want to go see some action, yada, yada, yada. You know, so he's like, I'm going to the desert. You know, and he, you know, so I'm like freaking out for a year. I'm trying to get a hold of him on the phone all day. Like every day, I'm like, call me. But you know, at that age, they don't want to talk to their dad. They're hanging out with their buddies in yeah. the desert. God knows what they're up to. It's none of my yeah. business, you know, top secret. Yeah. And then uh, he gets home and he's working on airplanes and and then he you know a couple years ago he's like hey i'm gonna go to this school and he's like all of a sudden he's oh dad i went to you know the uh, combat medic school with the rangers you know up there yada 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 and then he comes home after that and he's like i want to you know talk I'm, about I'm, a jack of all trades oh, yeah. that kid he, yeah. and he's like hey i'm an emt now and i'm gonna go to firefighter school and he gets out of firefighting school and he's applying all over you know oklahoma but i think he wants to meet up in edmond now and he won't admit this but i think he wants to be closer to me yeah yeah, That's probably not he's really, as he gets older, he's realizing how cool, cool you actually cool. were. So he, you know? you know, he's applying to Edmond, Oklahoma City. But in the meantime, I'm working at Night Fire, and I need hands. And like right before Christmas, like two guys belly up in North Dakota because it is negative fifty up there. And like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this. And my son's like, I'm firefighter now. I can go up there. And then so who's second? Well, me. I'm, you know, I'm just the VP. <laughs> I'm not anybody. So I run up there. So I get to spend the holidays with my son in North Dakota. So it was pretty great. Very cool, man. Like Very who cool. knew that? Like years and years later, I'd have that little guy working with me. Yeah. And we're firefighters on a frack site in North Dakota. Heck yeah. You have no idea what's going to happen to you in life. Well, and so you know, and I and I don't pretend to know, and I'm looking looking forward to knowing more about your arrangement with Knight. That's, specialties it's great steve and i is a he's a uh savant <laughs> well I, I believe that and and he, he makes businesses all the time i mean he's got yeah. the he's got the firefighting business the fence business so he's got the uh event center coming up i think he's going to buy a resort he's got uh i think a helicopter business a motorcycle business um we're going to have a downhold tools business i think he's starting Fantastic. an lcm business and i think he might get into uh uh, well controlled. So you just wow. never know. He, yeah. He walks in the door. He's. I don't think he ever leaves home without a scribble pad, and he hands it to you. And he goes, "Here's where we're going." Let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me of you a little bit. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's been fun. I've, I've had the reason I brought that up about your involvement with Knight is is that you obviously are high enough on the rung to be able to recommend hiring your son, and that and that happened. I hired my son recently, and and I, you know, when we started this business, I mean, it was uh, everything that we could do. To run it ourselves and so it's not you know and, and I, I hired my son who's a graduate of, of southwestern university in georgetown texas played his d3 quarterback football that player kid is a athlete great kid i mean just a super kid i can't man. believe four years went by like that it did it flew by and 
you know, when he's got more muscles than us. Uh, you know what, man? He, he's just a big puppy dog. And, and, uh, but he saved me from, you know, I, I, I got back into the, the trenches with this business and I was building tools and, you know, I mean, really kind of put my blue collar back on hardcore and not that that bothered me, but it takes a toll on you. And, and he came along and I could not have hired anybody any better to take up that baton for me than, than, than him. And, uh, so I'm super grateful. So, so, so anyway, I, I know exactly what you're saying about hiring, hiring Caleb and, you know, I want the whole Hover family to become that Hover group. So well, it's, someday we're gonna it's sit coming, on our man. Yacht. Hey, Ron wasn't built in a day. Tell our girls we're going to sit on a yacht someday together. In, in our Speedos, right? In our Speedos. Speedos. All right. And we'll have some gold chains. are going to get my fat <laughs> tan in the Mediterranean. Yeah. Speak, speaking of the parts of this that are going to get edited, I'm hoping no, that doesn't. No, I'm keeping that one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Paul has said it best to me on a lake somewhere here in Oklahoma, probably Arcade. He goes, Matt, tan fat is better than white fat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. So he deserves that one, man. I hope everybody watches this by now. <laughs> They're gonna probably like tuned out, but that's good. <laughs> all so right. Since so nobody's watching over group, yeah. frack plugs. Yeah, frack plugs. Entrepreneurial and, and, shit. And, you know, frack plugs. Let me also add kill plugs, which are bridge plugs at the end of the well. Okay. People like to put uh, a solid core plug uh, at the end of the well, whether they drill it out immediately or wait and come back and drill it out. It's just a nice little insurance policy to you know keep the well in check. Um, but uh, so yeah, I mean we you know I wouldn't be here promoting what I'm promoting if I didn't stand behind it 2,000%. And especially yeah. since what we're talking about with all of the people that we get to meet and whose respect we're trying to maintain, if you're going to recommend something to them, you really want it to be effective and to save them, uh, you know, save their neck. Or if they, if they stick their neck out for you for trying your product, then that sucker better work. You 10 know? wells on location and 150 stages each, you know, yeah. I'd say that's important stuff yeah. right there. Like you gotta trust somebody. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm happy to be where I'm at. I feel like it took me 25 years to get where I'm at and I'm, I'm happy to be I here. I would trust you day one. Well, I, oh wait, I did. <laughs> you did, Matt. Funny story, but we're not even gonna get we're into that. Into but you know, source. Matt's a good, Matt's a good bouncer. He's a good friend. Uh, bouncer. <laughs> He, he's a good peacekeeper. He's, a good, go. peacekeeper. he's, good, he's a good peacekeeper. Yeah. But, uh, I appreciate you, I love you, you buddy. God love bless you, you. Hey, again, thank you, Tommy Hover, Nicole Hover, of course, uh, the Hover Group. And uh, most big importantly, friendly. thank you, Big Friendly. Happy St. Patty's Day. We'll, uh, we'll leave it with this. Uh, God bless you all. Thank you, uh, Talking Energy Show. Uh, this is for the Oilfield Tailgate. Everybody, please go to oilfieldtailgate.com. Amen. Thank you all the sponsors that uh, are on there, oilfieldtailgate.com. Oilfieldtailgate.com. The SEC is in the house, baby. Oh, yeah. LSU. No, oh, you, I love you. But I'm um, looking, yeah, hey, looking forward we, to having some of, these all, some of these SEC schools <laughs> coming into town. So let's blow this thing out. Y'all, hey, join and support the oilfieldtailgate.com yeah. if you're not already doing it. Let's get it going on. Amen. Excuse Amen. me, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Matt. No, no, you're not. No, you needed to remind everybody that we're going down to Louisiana this year. Or they yeah, I'd love to host you at, 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 uh, at an OU away game in yeah. Baton Rouge. I just need mud bugs. That's it. And yeah, man, you can do that at my house. A couple blocks I think away. He has like pawn in his back where he keeps them. I'm positive of this. It's <laughs> not a bad idea. Like, What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt. Always right. good, brother. And hey, happy St. Patty's Day. I raise up my glass and I raise up my gun and I raise up my fist for Ireland. I just made that up. I'm just kidding. I, right. go, go Irish. Take care.